I'm strapped up. Nothing. What was that about? Let's make the fight happen. We strapped the fuck up. Welcome to 100, episode 169 of the Strat Season Podcast. I'm your host, Cam. I'm your host, Flows. And as always, guys, my usual housekeeping message, please head over to Strat Season Pod or Strat Season Podcast. That's our Instagram and our Twitter pages. And there's a link in the bio on both of those pages that will take you to where we're situated at streaming-wise. So if you like your audio, we've got the Spotify and Apple Podcast links there. And if you like your visuals, the YouTube link is also there. So please make sure you give us a like, subscribe, Follow us on all the social platforms, all that good stuff. Peace, people. Flows. I've been itching to talk to you, bro. <laughs> oh, because so let's get the formalities out of the way. You good? Yeah. First and foremost, yeah, but make sure I'm always good. good. Yeah. You good? Me too. Yeah, me too. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. No need to let's get the formalities out of the way, bro. Probably one of the most eventful weeks in boxing that we've had since we last recorded. Many, many talking points, bro. And yeah, <laughs> I think you know what you know what we need to talk about. Um, first of all, flows. I'm just thinking <laughs> where's the best place to start this because we do have fight breakdowns, we do have previews. Yeah, but I, I want to start with what came around first, flows. Okay. So I I, I want to first and foremost, flows. I want to give. I want to start this pod right this episode. Oh, by giving thanks. You know what? You probably you probably forgot. You didn't even know what's on the bar, but it's cool. You, you, you got, <laughs> no, no, you, you no, got there. That was this week. I forgot. Yeah, that was and it happened talk. first, bro. So yeah. I want to first. I want to give first of all before I start this pod. I want to give thanks to His Excellency <laughs> Sheikh Allah Sheikh Turkey Allah Sheikh His Excellency. I want to give thanks to His Excellency for making this happen because at at the back end of the pod last week flows. <laughs> You both, you, 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 you know, you brought up, oh, yeah, we've seen the yeah. rumors. Like, we both, nah, hey, we, we pay attention to that rubbish. Not true. Literally, a, was it a day later or two days later, Flores, you're there sending me the the fact that obviously people are sending me the fact that Wilder's come to the UK for a presser, for the Joseph yeah. Parker presser. Again, I was airing it. <laughs> me and you were speaking, we were conversing back and forth. You're then sending me the promo flyers. You're thinking, right, oh, this actually might be real. And then I think the next day, it's the press conference official. We'll see their record and stuff. And that's where we've deep the raw. This card is actually real. This mythical card that we said there's no way it's gonna happen is happening. Um, yeah, flows crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh yeah, let me know your thoughts. I'm gonna get the card up. Yeah. Um, the full card up. But yeah, flows, when you saw all this happening, I know you're like you well, I'm guessing like me, you're thinking, nah, no, no way, too good to be true. Right. Yeah. Um. Thank you for Excellency Turkey. I'm shake. Gotta give him thanks because he saved boxing. Um. He's well and truly saved boxing. Um. Uh, this is a super card, and the, partially the reason why I was hearing it because I was saying, yeah, one, it, it was it was too quick. It was way too quick. I was mm. like, th- these rumors came out of the blue. Like, obviously, last week I brought it up. They came out of the blue. And we've been hearing Wilder, AJ, potentially. We've been hearing that for years now. So when I heard it, I was like, Psh, "I'll see." When I when I see it, I believe it. Is was my thoughts. 
But slowly and surely, I kept seeing more rumours and I was like, nope, I'm keeping my stance. I'm keeping my stance. When I see it, I'll believe it. But then <laughs> I'm seeing pictures, poses, I'm seeing people getting plane flights. <laughs> I'm like, wait, wait, what's going on? I think I saw Jaya Patai on the plane. I saw Wilder on the plane. Mm-hmm. Then I see Jaya Patai land in London. And mm-hmm. I'll be see- I'll be seeing it on the, on the TL. Everyone talking, journalists all saying, "Yeah, this is locked locked in. This is fixed." Mike Copper, <laughs> we have journalists beefing that Raphael's beefing. Mike Copper about who dropped it first. I was <laughs> like, "Yeah, yeah, okay, okay." But like the day before that, I'm like, look, I'm starting to get hyped because I've seen the full lineup. Because I think the- last week we talked about uh, potentially Daniel DeWise on the cards and the yeah. other people. Within a day, the the the, the card was almost finalized. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, you know what, this card was finalized, basically, yeah. So he was like, this was apparently the rumored card, but it turned out to be true. Yeah, so I just want to, I've got the card up here for this, the full card, right? So on the 23rd of December, we're going to get Arslanbek Makhmudov versus Ajit Kabayo. Mm -hmm. Flip Hergovic versus Mark Damori. Frank Sanchez versus Junior Farr. Jaya Pataya versus Ellis Zura. Dimitri Bivol versus Lyndon Arthur. Daniel Dubois versus Jerome Miller. Deontay Wilder versus Joseph Parker. And then Anthony Joshua versus Otto Wallen. That is the full card. Flows. Stacked. Stacked, stacked, stacked. We've got title fights. We've got the best in the world in certain divisions. All coming together on one card. I just, I, I, I couldn't believe it. For I just said, this. there's no way this could happen. And next thing you know, we're seeing the presser where they're all lined up. It's they're all there basically, all announcing it. It's legit. And flows honestly for this entire week, my mind has been blown, bro. Because it's like when I was there asking questions, like I think you flows. You mentioned this is like all the top promoters have come together. Mm-hmm. Flows, you coined it the Avengers of boxing. <laughs> like, it really what it is because if you really? if if we read off a list, flows, Queensbury's there, Matchroom's there, Top Rank is there. PBC is there. Wasserman is there. These are five of the boxing... These are the five major... Of the five major, major promoters mm-hmm. are all coming together. And we know what the issue with this business. We've been playing about this business for eons, bro, in terms of how promoters beef each other. They don't like to fight each other. They don't like to come together to make fights. It's this side of the street versus that side of the street. It's it's a broadcasting company versus broadcasting company. They're aligned with so-and-so, so they're aligned with so-and-so. So how has this... In fact, I was going to say how. We know how. Mm. <laughs> all thanks to His Excellency. <laughs> that he's been able to bring all of it. Because don't forget, all of these guys hate each other. Yeah. Not the boxers. I'm talking about the, the promoters. They all beef each and, other. And you heard of Frank Warren. They've never met. They've never been in the same room. They've never Ever. met until This is the first time they... Threw <laughs> the bag at them. Bro, first... Hey, Get in the room. <laughs> for this to happen, Flores... I mean, we already... Look, with Saudi involved, you already know what when it comes to the bag. But this bag must be so crazy because, bro, even the fighters were saying that this fight and the other promoters were saying this fight was made in, like, under a week. As in, this card was made in under a week. Yeah. So this bag must be something different. I don't even want to consider how much these lot are getting paid for this. But it must have been so much that these lot said, you know what? Let's cast aside all the differences and beefs. Let's 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 do this for the fans. Saudi Arabia is, safe. Saudi Arabia is the best country in the world. It has actually single-handedly <laughs> saved boxing. Because what this is the folks, this is a matter. Yeah. I'm there asking, you know, what's going on? So what? Who's broadcasting it? Is it BT? Is it the zone? Is it top? Is it ESPN? 
I don't even know. I don't even think these lot care. They probably say, yeah, have it. Just don't have it. We've got our money. We're good. It's crazy. Bro, it's, it, yeah, it's brilliant to see. And it just shows what, what can be done in boxing. Because um, mm. this, this could be regular. We had seasons, but <laughs> look, um, we always talk about other side of the streets, things never happening because uh, they're with this promoter, so it's never going to happen. That's all we've mm. been put to the side, and that's because the money's been put up. Um, mm. One man's made it happen, and the rest have followed suit. And you can see, you can see it with the way they they, they all of them give, gave him thanks as soon as they started speaking. But yeah, this is this is a mega card. While not every fight is obviously not every fight's a 50-50, but these are all names. These are there's no soup cans on on the cards. There's no what you've never heard of. These are all names in the business. Mm-hmm. Whether, yeah, it's, it's not all 50 50s, but from top to bottom, it's champions and the best in the division across different weight classes. Um, and it sets up nicely future fights between yeah. people on the card as well. Look, we know what the look, the t- massive talking point was. Obviously, a lot of people were saying, Oh, how, how how on earth can AJ and Wilder be on the same card but not fight each other? Look, I get it, it's disappointing because we were kind of promised the AJ Wilder fight. That's what we thought we were going to get this year. Mm. It hasn't happened. It was actually meant to happen for this date, 23rd of December. For some reason along the line, it wasn't able to happen. But, and yes, as a boxing fan, you are. I am disappointed. But at the same time, this card is so monumental that I'm able to look past the fact that it's not, it's not, we're not getting Adrian Wada. Because we know as well, if Adrian Wada come through their fights, that's a guaranteed dub. That's a guaranteed, for we had season three, this is only season two. <laughs> we still got season three, four, whatever to come. Like that, like it's basically like it's a, it's a, it's a, it's it's not even a secret that that's gonna happen next if Asia and Wilder come through this test. So, yeah, yeah, I'm not Look, mad at it. Too tough. I'm not mad at it at all. In fact, I prefer it. I think the fact that they've made this happen makes me almost confident that they can make Asia Wilder next. Granted, they come through their fights. Uh, the mm. fact that this has happened, this is even more difficult than them mm. fighting each other in my eyes almost because we don't know who's the main event. We don't know who's. There's, there's more there's more to hash out of this. Get hey, both for the you, same card. If you ask me, bro, AJ needs this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think it's what I, I said he was ready to fight one anyway. <laughs> so he, he needs this to be. Yeah. I, I, that's yeah. that's why I like it because they both I think they yeah, both Wilder, Wilder, Wilder needs it as well. Yeah, they, Wilder, yeah Wilder needs it as well. He ain't fought since the since one round. The Hellenius, was it? Yeah, his boy, yeah, Hellenius, yeah. Yeah. See, that's crazy. So he needs and this is <laughs> that this is his arguably his Hardest test off the few. <laughs> no, it it's is. Hard. It is. It is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It even, is. even though it's a finished Wilder, I mean, Parker, yeah. yeah. It's, it's definitely his hardest test. It's Fury. It's a or, former or, champion. Or ever. So, yeah. 100%. Nah, yeah, close. this is... This, yeah, a former yeah, champion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's fighting a former champion. What was the plan? What was the plan? Yeah. He fought, yeah. One champion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we, yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah. So, this is, on. this is one of these only legit tests. I look the, the beauty of it as well. There's people who think Parker beats Wada. There's people who think Wallen beats AJ. Thanks. So, well, yeah, most people don't. Um, they should come through those fights. People, most people believe, but there's still that air of uncertainty. And I, you know what? I hope, there is, I hope people both win. <laughs> I just set up that fight because if one of them loses, now. Then, yeah, whenever, whenever, AJ. It'd be, be jokes if they both lose. You know, do you know how funny that is? They, that would be perfect. <laughs> If if they both lose, they should still fight each other because it's yeah. like they're both coming off streaks. Yeah, they should still fight each other if they both lose and lose and yeah. retire. Lose and retire, simple. Yeah, easy. That sets it up so simple, right? 
so easy. But yeah, Flores, this card, like I said, I was, my mind was, bob like, mind bubbled all week. Just saying, how has this card come together so quickly? Fair play. Shout out to, you know, again, give thanks to his excellency. Um, press conference, Flores. Uh, if I let's run through the fights and obviously the press conference as well, because obviously the press, cool. even though the to me, I enjoyed the press. So obviously, certain people made it, certain characters made it more enjoyable. But I guess seeing all these guys in the in that room, it see, the room seemed tense anyways. Obviously, the heavyweights yeah. all kind of beef each other anyway, so it was kind of tense. But obviously, you go through Makhmudov, Kabayal starting off the night. These are two undefeated heavyweights. Kabayal's name has been around for a long time. He's sort of been on the cusp as you know, someone I know he's in sparring with a lot of these guys. Yeah. So he might be a bit more known. Obviously, I think Mahmoudov Mac- impressed a lot. He got some soup can out of the way in that one round oh. in um the uh, Ngarnu Fury uh, card. Um, big, strong heavyweight as well. So, yeah, decent fight to start off the night. Hergovic, Mark Demori. I can't believe Mark Demori's still about, but Hergovic, yeah, again, he's still... <laughs> yeah, but he's the guy that fought, that Hay got out there in one round. Yeah. Um, that was but, a comeback yeah. fight as well, wasn't that it? That was a comeback <laughs> fight, yeah. yeah. So... I can't believe he's still going. And when I saw, I said, I said, Mark Demori. <laughs> he was he was moving in the press though, Flores. He was talking like you know, like yeah, I'm just talking swaggy. <laughs> but I said, look, but they said, what would do to? He said, look, it's changing my life, the money, the fame, every the glory. I said, yeah, took that stuff. <laughs> It'll be truthful, yeah. But we said, look, I'm not the best boxer in that, you know, like this, these guys. Like he, he was, he was bigging up Hergovich, and I've watched him so much. He's, you know, he's gonna be someone good. I'm just here to land that one shot. I'm gonna give him four rounds of hell, and that's it, really. That's all I got in me. I said, like, fair play. I respect it. Um, Hergovic should easily come through. We know that obviously Hergovic is on the cusp of a title shot. So, yeah. yeah. Obviously, I'm happy to see Opataya. Uh, very exciting fight. So anytime we get a chance to see Opataya, I'm happy. So he's up against an undefeated UK uh, cruiserweight who they've kind of fed to him. Uh, yeah, all this Ellis he himself probably knows he's not going to win, but it's just obviously you take a shot and the money will be nice as well. You take that shot, so yeah, similar as well. I think Arthur has been fed to Bivol flows, even though I like the fight because I rate Arthur. He's not ready for the title shot against Bivol, but at the same time, it's hard to say no when you got this opportunity, this stage. The money will be nice. Arthur's nice as well, but yeah, Bivol is something else. Um. So, yeah, I'm happy for Arthur to get a title shot, though. I am happy for him, even though I don't think he's ready quite yet, Flores. I don't think he's bounced back fully from the what yard defeat. But it's not the IBO title. <laughs> <laughs> IBO, champion, IBO, IBO world champion of the world. <laughs> uh, yeah. Daniel Dubois, Jerome, Jerome Miller, Flores. Um, I said to you, Flores, I think it's a disgrace that Miller's on this card. I feel like Miller should be banned for life because he got caught twice. Was it twice? Three like, times. Quick, three, three times, quick succession really like going crazy with the drugs. So the fact that he's still about and the fact that he's still throwing bare punches per round tells me, Flo, because he's even bigger now. He's like 350 pounds now. <laughs> tells me that I don't think he's clean. So the fact that he's on this card is a disgrace, but I can't deny that he stole the presser, Flores. He's, he, look, he can talk. He's New York, isn't he? Sorry. <laughs> he's New York as hell. So he just gives it. He knows how to talk snack. He riled up people, riled, riled up AJ. You know, they reignited their beef. It was funny. It's funny seeing AJ livid. Um... Yeah, man, that Dubois fight is very interesting, Flores. I can't lie, Flores. The Dubois commentary's been killing me. Flores, <laughs> oh man, you know, just just a quick pause. Just talk about Dubois because the way the Miller went and cooked him, and the Dubois response was, "Let's get it on." Is when you baby, big time box. <laughs> I'm gonna chop that tree. Flores, it's the way that 
Frank had to keep saying, are you, you're not going to let him do that to you, are you, Dad? I said, nah, come on, is he a baby? What are you going to do to him, Dad? Oh, man. <laughs> oh. I, I, I will say, I, just, just a, a Jim Miller ad. What? I hear what you're saying about Gerald Miller being bad for boxing, but because of that press conference, we need him. He's a character. <laughs> we need no, him. Wait, this... Flores, he's always <laughs> been a like, character. From day flows, he's always been a character, always been like this. I know. I know. And but flows three times, flows three times, picking up as a heavyweight, it's it, bad, it, man. How long was he bad for? Four years or however long? Look, the rules need to be changed or whatever. I, I get that. Um, there's been a number of people who've tested positive for PEDS. We've, we've, we've slammed boxing for uh, yeah. the way PEDS are handled, the wife yeah. of PEDS. Um, but while box is still a mess, mm. we need Gerald Miller. I'm sorry, just because of that press conference. <laughs> because that, to me, that press conference was dead. Mm. Up, up until Miller <laughs> got on the mic. Up, up until Miller got on the mic. Um, AJ brought something to say, we'll get on to him. Yeah. The boy, hilarious. <laughs> and Mark <laughs> DeBori, I think he, he talks he talks, he he, talks his bit he, as well. He took sick. But, he, but Gerald Miller took the mic and livened it up. It was, it was best still. Mm. Dev Dev Sadi shocking shocking host. You, you don't like him at all, do you? <laughs> shocking. His voice, <laughs> his tone. He doesn't bring hype. He, anyway, but Jared Miller brought life to it. Got AJ riled up. It was the back and forth. Cooked to the bar. Had Frank Warren get alive and tried to hype up the bar. Yeah, the bar nah, oi, the, oi. The too funny, man. That's the, 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 look. <laughs> Daniel the bro, he gets level ones. Or he doesn't even get fade. Just level one straight. He doesn't even get shape yeah. up. He's that type of guy, man. It's, it's, he's hilarious. Look, if you want to tell what type of he's, I was saying, I was even saying that, like, if you want to tell what type of guy he is, look at his trim. Level one all yeah. over, no shape up, all the time. Yeah. That's crazy. Please, that is... <laughs> 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 he he came into the game like that, he, and you remember, he's a young yeah. man. He's not old. Yeah. Brazy and and he got he's got bread as well he's got bread now so he's not... it's brazy to me I was deep I was watching the other video today I was, I was deep in like this guy really has a level one all over no shape up just mm, 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 that's it no fade flo- nothing mad that's crazy that's yeah <laughs> you even fresh Flores, it's even the way he came up to the bro he came in at the bow times like, I said bro. <laughs> Oh. There was one time when Frank said, "What? What? You, you, you gonna let him talk to you like that, Daniel?" And he didn't. Re- he, like he was silent. He didn't respond. He, he, no, he, he said, "Oh, you're awkward." Yeah, was so so stupid. Yeah, oh, no career. Look, him, him, and Miller have a complete polar opposites when it comes to charisma. Like you see, Miller could talk, 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 talk the mic off, while Dubois awkward on the mic and whatnot. It's gonna be a fascinating fight, to be fair, because we know what Miller brings. I'd be interested to see if Daniel if Daniel has the power to stop him and keep him off him. Obviously, Miller's saying, you know, with the bar, you apply pressure to him, he, but he bends, he folds, as you've seen in the past. So, it's like, you see, because Miller will put that pressure on him. So, it's a dangerous fight for him. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I actually, I think that could, flow. that could be, potentially, that could steal the night, you know, that fight. Yeah, yeah. That, I'm looking forward to that one. Um, but, yeah, obviously, hopefully Miller's clean and whatnot. Um, it'll just be it'll just be embarrassing to the whole sport if he, he well, pops like that. I, said, look, I understand. If you get popped once and you legit pop, I can understand serving the ban. But mm. three times, I'm there thinking, nah, come on, you're, nah, come on. 
Like you gotta be banned for life. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Hopefully he stays clean. Oh, I, I have my doubts whether he's clean flows, but it's ways. I can't yeah. prove that. Um, we come on to the main events: Wilder Parker and Wallin AJ. Let's start with Wallin AJ because obviously Miller got AJ pissed, and AJ was then pissed throughout the rest of the conference. We'll AJ really you, hates. Like... <laughs> <laughs> come over there and slap you. AJ generally hates Miller because even when yeah. Miller, even the, the moment Miller mentioned his name. You saw the look AJ was giving him. Just up and look, bro. Look straight at him, daggers. So AJ was ready. AJ doesn't like Miller at all, and it actually got yeah, it got AJ's back up because obviously Dev is there asking you questions now, and AJ said, "Why, why are you asking me questions? You're not my promoter." <laughs> and he had to make Ed, Eddie asking questions. Um, so, flows. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you, bro. I think AJ's got on a short straw here. Otto Wallin is a tricky customer for AJ. He's yeah. he, Otto Wallen is a real banana skin. I can't lie, Flores. Like this current this current version of AJ that we'd be seeing, the tentative AJ, he can lose. I won't say he gets knocked out or anything, but he can he, he can get outboxed. Because Wallen's a night, he's a southpaw, very good boxing IQ, good movement. You saw he gave Tyson Fury hell. He can definitely give AJ hell. He can beat AJ if AJ's not in his A game. And all this anger blood that we saw from AJ, all I say to me, Flores, all I say to that is show me. Because I've seen this before where he's got angry press conferences and then and yeah. then in the ring he's it's tentative again. So I'm not gonna buy into it. Show me. Because you saw yeah. even at the face-off, he was talking smack as in he was having to go at because Wallen obviously Wallen gave AJ his props, but then Wallen started talking smoky, like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna retire, like I'm gonna you know, try to pack him up. And AJ, I don't think AJ liked that at all. So <laughs> I saw the, the the clip, obviously there was a clip where they got the audio when they had the little face off. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And he, he was, yeah, he was like. AJ, like, I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> 23rd, like I am. <laughs> Wallen yeah. won't really try and respond too tough. But AJ was put, put it on him. So yeah, he seemed angry. I hope yeah. he channels that anger into the ring performance flows. But I'm not getting my hopes up. I don't I'm, I'm sure you've seen the that the fact that he's now for this fight, it's a one fight only deal, apparently. But he's gonna be training with Ben Davidson for this one. Ben Davidson's gonna be in this corner. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. He's been training with him for some for some time, but I, I didn't know if it was permanent or, or what. No, apparently, oh, yeah. apparently it's just for this fight, though. Just for this fight, because he wants to do yeah. a camp here in the UK. Basically, that's yeah. right. But the David training before this fight got announced. Remember, I, I think I said it a few episodes ago that he's been oh, training okay, with right, Davidson. Okay, yeah. Right. Um, okay. While he's in the UK, that he's that because yeah, he's been in the UK and he's been training with Ben Davidson. So I didn't know if it was temporary or if he's going to be full time with him or what. But apparently, it's, it's for this fight only. Um, yeah, apparently it's for this fight. Yeah, but I yeah, feel like um, so if it, if it goes well for him, he's probably going to stay with him. Yeah, he could do. Um, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know why he'd. I don't know why it's, he switches so but much. Flores, but yeah. Isn't it interesting though? Because I swear it was the Wallen fight is what made Fury then decide to switch to Sugar Hill. No, was it Wallen? Yeah, it was Wallen. It was. It was after the Wallen fight. Um, it was after the Wallen fight where Fury decided to switch and then change styles, change trainers. So it's interesting that AJ has gone for this with Wallen when Fury. It didn't work out for him very well. The best he, he well that fight made him switch. He thought, you know what, this style ain't working for me. Let me change. So yeah, it's very interesting that AJ decided to go for oh, that. Was it? Oh, no, it wasn't. It was the first day. It was the first Fury fight, no? Oh wait, it was no, the first Wilder right, no. fight. Yeah, the yeah, Wilder fight. Yeah, right. Actually, yeah, but ben, yeah, he had him for the Wilder yeah, fight. Yeah, still. It was, yeah, right. It was right, after. Yeah. It was after the first Wilder fight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah fair. Um, yeah. But I remember John Fury didn't like how he went into yeah. the Wilder fight. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
AJ, oh yeah, AJ. Um, we're seeing he he was booty the whole thing. He was vexed. Yeah. He obviously doesn't like Dev Sani sitting next to him because Dev Sani's been talking smack about him for years. Um, yeah. Which I've which I've criticized Dev Sani for because I was like, this is a small business. I don't know why you're so committed to Queensberry. <laughs> you're, you're a journalist or whatever. Why are you dissing other fighters? That's brazy move to do, especially when you're in the business. So it came back and bit him in some sense. Um, and obviously, Gerald Miller, him and AJ have their beef. What I think he was upset at Wally for saying, oh, yeah, AJ's past his peak. And AJ bit on that comment. Um, and watching the press conference, I said, I said, I think I messaged you. I was like, they're going to get on to AJ because, you know, when AJ's in front of everyone, everyone becomes a body language expert, uh, yeah. psychologist. Yep. <laughs> they can read minds. They, yep. they know what he's speaking. He's finished. He's done. I can yep. tell by his body language, he's scared of hell of Wada. He's not scared of Wada. <laughs> he's, these, are, these are boxers. Comments were saying that AJ was rattled and like, oh, you shaking. He could tell. I thought, how do you wait? How how are you discerning that information right now? How are you? How how how? I, bro, come on, man. Anyways, yeah, comments are weird. Yeah, so uh, I just see people jump on that. Yeah, but so everyone's a body language expert, which is fascinating. Um, but AJ's always been weird. We saw him snap at Brazil, even when he was in his prime for no reason. Yeah, I think Brazil shook his hand, or Brazil said, "Yeah, I'm ready." <laughs> And he started getting angry, and I thought this guy's weird. That was no, he is weird. He is weird. He is weird. He is weird. But I think he gets to the zone where he struggles to get himself out of it. So once he's yeah. hyped, he, yeah. he, he's vexed. He's vexed. Um, but yeah, it should be a good fight. AJ could definitely lose. But yeah, like you say, bring that anger into the ring. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Stepping backwards or shine away when people are for you. William will box rings around him if he's not careful. So he needs to stick it, he needs to stick it on Wallen, to be fair. See how Fury stuck it on him when Fury was realising, bro, this could get away from me. Wallen didn't want to know. So if he does that, nice. Um, and it's, look, I called for the Wallen fight time ago, Flo. You know when AJ was getting back, I said, I felt like he needs to Wallen first before he then yeah. goes to... So I'm happy it's happened because we kind of called this. Um, we I recognize it's a dangerous fight for him, but he needs his fight. And you know, Wallen's a good, credible opponent to have in your resume to beat before you head into a Wilder or a Fury or something like that. So yeah, he needs that. He he needs this. So yeah, I'm happy that fight's been made. And then talk of Wilder flows, Wilder Parker. I think Wilder's gonna come through Parker because I don't think it's the same Parker. But again, he, Wilder can lose this fight. So yeah. Parker's is, is enough of a test, uh, experience, as you say, ex-war champion, to give Wada hella problems. And um, obviously, having Wada in the press of those, this guy still can't speak, man. It's actually bad. Like, he, like yeah, in fact, folks, it's got worse. I feel like his, his speech has got worse. I've been telling you for time. I don't know. I think he's got a speech impediment. And he's yeah, Flo, <laughs> I, I, it might, look, it might be CTE. I can't lie because I feel like it's got. I feel like it's generally got worse. He was even simple words like his excellency. He, he was like his his. He was stuttering through the word. I thought, nah, what's wrong with this guy? Well, he was, he's, never, he's never. He's always struggling with that word. <laughs> I'm telling you that the guy called the canvas campus. <laughs> Mind bubbling. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, while yeah. the speech has got worse, you know. But um, yeah, while it's good to see while the back man because. <laughs> oh man. It was it said he's a great speech? Was it one of your boys? He said the well, boys, he's, 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 he's a good talker. I said, 
<laughs> he's he's charismatic, yes, but in terms of his speaking, that guy that guy struggles to speak simple English sometimes. Oh man, real country guy, man. But yeah, nah, um, yeah, Wada. He he was mellowed. He wasn't like he wasn't like yeah. He was pretty mellow, you know. Usually he's a lot more riled up and whatnot, but he seemed pretty chilled. I'm sure as we get closer to the fight, he'll be there, you know, giving it more. But he seemed pretty relaxed. Um, in there. Um, it's funny actually because obviously all the little promoters gave a little side piece and whatnot. Eddie Hearn's too good at talking, man. Way too good at talking. When Eddie started going off, I said, "Yeah, look, he's way too good at talking." Like he smoked Frank. He smoked Dev. He smoked all of you, man. Just just in like a little five-minute little tirade. Easy peasy. Mm. But yeah, the press yeah. conference was cool for me, Flo. It's good to see all their men lined up in the room. <coughs> As I said, a lot, of, a lot of tension there. You could feel it, especially between the heavyweights. I'm yeah. looking forward to the amazing night, flows. I'll, I'll give... Wilder seems he's been... He's more humble. They show more humility. He was very thankful... He was yeah. very gracious. He spoke not kind words to AJ. AJ was ready to snap if he said something crazy. He looks like AJ was staring at him, waiting for something crazy. Yeah. I almost didn't seem to know how to respond to Flo's, um, Wilder's humility. Even Miller. Wilder and Miller have had issues for a long yeah. time. And, you know, like, Wilder never, like, Miller said a little something. He, he was mainly going at AJ and the British guys, but he yeah. mentioned Wilder as well. And Wilder, like, kept it, he just laughed it off. He didn't really rise to it or nothing. Yeah. So, yeah, man, he, he definitely seems a lot more Chilled. I don't know if that's the effect of Robert Malik Scott or the arse whooping Tyson Fury gave him, but um, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't mind. Um, well, I don't know. Sometimes Wilder talks tough, and then because remember, he was talking tough about Fury, and then they met in person, and he was humble again, maybe just respecting yeah. the environment. Um, he always says that he turns into the bronze bomber, eventually. yes, he says so it's persona in it, yeah. Mm. So maybe he's 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 just being himself, but yeah, I know it's mm. people don't come for Wilder in this change of persona. But um you know, like the him and AJ seeing them next to each other was good to see. They shook hands. Yeah, they, believe... they, they wouldn't have met many times, but that might potentially be the first time they've first met. Time. Yeah, yeah, first time they've met. They've never met before. Yeah. So and he kept it cordial. Um yeah. AJ wouldn't have done nothing. AJ AJ was already fixed. Yeah. But I, I do believe Parker has a good shot here. Um mm. one has a fought in some time has mm. a fought many of his caliber. And yeah. while Park is finished, he was piecing up Joy Joyce. He was. <laughs> yeah, I just, he was piecing up Joy Joyce. Uh, that was a few fights ago. And I believe he can piece Wada until he I gets think, caught. I think, look, that's it, Flores. He's going to piece him up until he gets caught. And when he gets caught, he's going down. And he's, yeah, he's well, up to, I, that's what I think is going to happen. When, which, uh, likely if he gets caught, uh, it's, yeah. it's a wrap for him. So, I don't know if he's gonna come do the come forward style that Tyson Fury did to try to meet a bang and he'll have success doing it. I'll, I'll do that, but it's just the fact that if you get caught, it's it's a rap point. Yeah, facts. But I'm looking forward to it. No, hundred percent looking forward to it, Flores. And mate, that day is a wonderful day of sport. I'm not moving from my couch the whole day. It's, it's just wonderful. Um, and it's great. It's Saudi Arabia, best country in the world. Thank you to his excellency. Shout out to him. And the fact that it's Saudi Arabia flows as well. Ain't no waking up at 5 a.m. to catch these cards. It's basically a UK time, like one or two hours ahead of us. So yeah, man, it's just it's it's just fantastic. And I heard about the spectacle that the Fury and Garnet thing was. I know they're gonna come even harder with this one, bro. With the, what is it, the performances, celeb <laughs> celeb sightings everywhere, ring 
boy, the ring might flipping drop down from the sky this time. I, don't, I heard it rose up last time. It might might fall down from the sky this time. I don't even know. But yeah, man, it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful day. A part of me still feels like flows that something might happen in terms of either someone's going to fail a drugs test, <laughs> Jerome Miller, or an injury is going to happen or whatever, because this card still seems too good to be true, bro. It's one of the best cards I've seen in ages or ever. Yeah. And as you say, it's the Avengers of boxing. It's a serious link up. <laughs> mm. Only ones that aren't really who, who's missing. Boxer are missing, I think. Yeah, boxer. Um, yeah. <laughs> I guess they're kind of they're new in it. So yeah, you allow them in it. But yeah, man. I wonder if we're gonna see all the representatives. Like obviously, I'm sure Bob will be there, Helen will be there, obviously. Fury will be, I mean, Warren will be there. Will Al Haber make an appearance? <laughs> Flows with the ghosts of Al Haber come through. Yeah, I, doubt it, I doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah. And shout out. I tell you what's called George Warren. They, they were giving him shouts. Yes. And we've talked about him before. Him. He's yeah. serious. He's the one. Shout out to George yeah. he's, 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 he's the one that Hearn deals with. And Hearn's got a lot of respect yeah. for him as well. So shout out to George Warren. Who's the other? Um, is it Spencer Brown? They kept straight What's his name? Um, is it Sp- yeah. Spencer I Brown. Do, I think he's. I, I need to, yeah, I need to do some research on him because he seems he's like he's a very manager. Okay, yeah, okay, right, yeah. Because he seems manager. to be very influential for this as well. They were picking him up and everything, for everything, so... Yeah, I, f- yeah, I think he's the, he's the connect with the Saudis. Yeah, I think he's he must be, yeah. Of the <laughs> uh, so, yeah. yeah so, and I don't think Frank really does anything. We've said that for time. Frank doesn't We've do anything. Said, it's, it's, it's Bob and, yeah, come on, man. It's Bob. Yeah. So I, I think he's going to connect with the Saudis or he mm. manages that relationship with his excellency. Um, mm. He's the one who's kind of brought things in. Um so yeah, shout out to Spencer. It was it's Spencer Brown, right? Is I think it's Spencer Brown, yeah. yeah. Something brown, anyways. Cool. Yeah. Um, so flows fresh off that. What two days later? These lot said we got another one for you. <laughs> Here, take another one. Because is it February 17th or something like that, Flores? Yeah. Usyk Fury confirmed. Presser in London as well. Both parties are here. Undisputed heavyweight championship of the world flows. It's locked in. It's gonna go down next week, next next year, February. Once again, we have to give thanks to His Excellency Turkey Al Sheikh <laughs> because that, this flows. This reality is look like the best <laughs> TV show ever, bro. I can't lie because wow. what it's doing is crazy flows, and what it's stated to do as well. Because in the pipeline, they've got they're gonna have Perturbia Bivol there soon next year. Yeah, hundred percent. Like these are the fights that us fans have been shouting for, have been screaming for, and these are fights that have been struck we've been struggling to make. And these are just making it happen. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, Arab money different, man. Saudi money different. Yeah. Like this this come with a new macro boxing, and I'm here for it because these fights were, were struggling to get them over the line. But yeah, Fury Usyk is happening next year. Presser was interesting again, Flores. I can't lie, Fury made a tip of himself as usual. I didn't watch the way he was, I, the way he was trash talk, bro. He's trash talking Usyk, and it's like I keep saying, "What's the point of trash talking this guy? He doesn't understand English." Usyk was just looking at him like, "Okay, are you done?" Like Usyk doesn't speak English, bro. Just give up. He's not going like, to. But yeah, um, I liked Usyk's management were killing me because they were basically saying, you know, what, what, like, is it Eggis? His um, the guy who manages him was like, "Yeah, this was the easiest fight he's ever ever made," because apparently all it took was one call from Spencer Brown, called him, called him over to New York. They met in like one day and that day it was signed and done. And obviously Spencer Brown is coming off the back end of His Excellency. So they knew it was legit. He said it was so simple, quickest fight he's ever made, easy peasy. He, 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 
they, they, they were sending little shots about, you know, like, it's not really Fury's made this happen. It's his excellency in his team because yeah. Fury was there taking the piss. But um, yeah, they were saying, yeah, shout out to Fury for, you know, finally having the balls to get in the ring. But the belts are coming back to Ukraine. Obviously, Fury's there saying, no, it's coming back to where I am. But yeah, Flores, she will preview that when it comes, but I'm happy to announce that that's coming down as well, Flores. Usyk Fury. Right, we look forward to it, bro. Certainly do. I'm glad they made it happen. That's this one I'm even more skeptical than the main one, but the bag's been chucked to them. So I think that was the main issue before. And it's mm. kind of taken out Fury's hands. So shout out to John Warren, Spencer Brown. Yeah. His excellency that's that's the thing for us. That's the thing. You've got to take take out of Fury's hands. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Because what? He, he was yeah, it was that this guy was shouting out the phone shouting for deadlines and all this. So if anyone can make it happen, it's the it's Saudi. Yeah, for sure. Um Obviously, yeah, I mentioned quickly, before we move on, obviously briefly mm. mentioned, obviously this reality season thing is a, it's a proper thing now, Flo, so we have to give it the respect it deserves. Mm. If Baturbiyev and Bivol were slated, are there any other fights, Flo's, that you would like to see over there in Saudi that you feel like can be done by the Saudis? As in, there's no roadmap for them to happen in America or the UK, and it's a fight that you would just be looking to see that seems to be struggling to get over the line at the moment. You know, fights that um, you can think of that you like to see. Yeah, they need to get get tank on the phone. <laughs> mm. <laughs> the lightweight, they need to get a couple of tank on the phone. That's why I, I thought I've said once they've done the heavyweights, they should move on to that the, the like the yeah. 135, 140s. Because mm. I, I think I think most of those guys will fight each other. I just think it's tank who won't fight. <laughs> it's no interest. Yeah. Or maybe tank would fight them, but he's got his game plan where he doesn't mm. give it he doesn't care about dogs whatsoever. He's gonna yeah. keep fighting soup cans and get gassed up that he's the face of boxing. Yeah. And make a little a little bag compared to what these men are making, really, too. He's not making yeah. the same as a Canelo or AJ. Mm. Yeah. So hopefully he gets wind of what they're doing over there. Um, mm. And then he's he'll be willing to make some fights as well happen. Um, mm. I think all the other fights can be made. I think Boatsy, Yard can be made. I think yeah. The other champions will fight each other. Canelo uh, Benavides is, is, is guaranteed in America. Yeah. Like, that's Las Vegas. Like, that's, that's locked in already, so... Does need Saudi, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the, the, the little guys really, really, and truly are the ones that we can just maybe hopefully get. Or just <laughs> tank, <laughs> just tank. <laughs> tank for all these guys might. Have yeah, to bro. Have Saudi, look bro. at this point. If anyone can do it, it's it's His Excellency, hundred yeah. percent, bro. <laughs> He's anyone can do it. It's him. So yeah, hopefully we see these mega fights happen now. They look, bro. Look, they've done the fans such service, and again, they've broken down. The potential that we can see flows with this reality season is, is limitless now because they're making these mega fights happen. They've shown there's a way to do it. They've put a roadmap in place. Man, it could look next year flows could be the best year for boxing ever, you know? Yep. Like, if you deep it, it could be. Next year could be special. The 2023 2024 season is it could be a historic season for boxing still. So I look forward to it as a fan. I'm excited, man. Ah, uh, but flows, we got some fights to discuss. Yeah. I think we've got we go we take it by day by day in terms of what came first. So we're gonna talk about what happened, a card that happened on Thursday. Flows, I hate to say it, but they're massacring our boy in the streets, man. They are massacring our boy in the streets. It's peak. Shakur Stevenson, let's congratulate him. He's became a free weight world champion at the age of what? How old is he? 23, 24? I think he's about 20, yeah, maybe, no, maybe about 25, 26, 25, 26. Yeah. Cause no, he's all, yeah, because Haney's about 23. So I think he's about 25, yeah. 26. 
uh, amazing feat. Obviously, we've you know we said this 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 one of our graduates from the strap season wants to watch list. We know how good Shakur is, but bro, this fight right here, it has not been well received by the public. And we said how last week it's hilarious how Shakur was the walk of the town, and you see the public are turning him, and it's got even worse now with his fight performance flows. It's deep. I think they're they're killing Shakur in the streets. It's it's deep. Obviously, it was on yeah. Thursday, so I wasn't able to watch it. Obviously, work the next day and whatnot. But I woken up, I seen that he's won by UD. I'm like, okay, okay, expected. Let's gauge the reaction on the timeline and whatnot. I'm just seeing how just just killing him, bro. Boring. Seeing videos of fans walking out, videos of fans shouting Haney, Haney, Haney. I'm thinking, mm-hmm. right, how bad was it? Booing. I've watched this fight flows, and they, yeah, they were booing as early as round two. They were booing from yeah. round two onwards. It was from round two. Yeah. And I th- I said last week that this, this other time, this guy is good. This guy is good. He's going to be very, very, you know, he's be tricky. But Shakur will figure him out. Shakur is just, just better than him. And Shakur will win. Now, I watched the fight in full flows, and I gave it a UD to Shakur. I think he did win the fight. But I'm watching that fight, and I'm seeing, look, okay, this De Los Santos is very good. Like, I knew he was good, but he's better than I thought he was. Like, he's he's actually really, really good. Um, Shakur was his usual, very hard to hit itself. I think one thing that stands out for Shakur, and I think it's, there was a stat that they read out, like, out of all the fighters active today, Shakur gets hit, hit after Bivol, Shakur gets hit the least of all fighters, bro. Yeah. Oh. Defensively, he's ridiculous. You, he's so hard to hit cleanly because he's so quick. His this judge of distance is immaculate that, you know, you're most of the time you're hitting there because he's able to step back or avoid punches easier and slip them. But unlike other Shakur performances flows, offensively, he was very, very inactive this fight. And that's what made for I guess for casuals, a hard viewing. I'm watching this fight flows, and to me, it's looking like a high level game of chess. Because De La Santos was also on the same kind of thing in terms of his distance control was really good. And yes, he was probably the more he was the more he was throwing more punches, he was a more aggressive fighter. Yeah. Obviously, Shakur being so good defensively meant that he was hitting there a lot of the time. But defensively himself, his distance control was really good. And he was also backing up and slipping and avoiding punches as well. So that's what made this fight really hard to watch, I guess, for the casual. It wasn't action-packed. But Shakur offensively, I'm not worried, Flows, but I do agree, obviously, you're here to please the fans at the same time. You add context as well, Flows. The co-main event, which we'll talk about a bit later, was a flipping war, absolute war. So fans naturally are going to want to see something like that, and they see this, they're, they're, they're going to boo, they're going to walk out, and whatever they're, they're going to complain is what it is. Um, we can delve into Shakur's offensive struggles. I think a bit. Obviously, I, I want you to have your have your say as well as what you thought initially. But yeah, I can see why the casual fans are pissed off. Me, I'm not so uh, worried or annoyed. Sometimes you have off nights, you have tricky opponents. De Los Santos was tricky. I did say it. But he did enough to get the win flows. There was no robbery on, on my... I saw some one or two people saying, oh, yeah, De La Santos should have won that fight. He didn't win that fight. Shakur, even though he wasn't punching much, he was still landing a higher, cl- higher clip and he deserved to win for me. Yeah. Um, I saw the backlash as well. I saw him getting killed and I was like, damn, we, we spoke about this last episode in terms of 
Bonetti's Nakatila performance where they killed him for that. Um, and we thought he'd actively want to avoid that from happening again, given how, how much he's been talking, how active he's been on Twitter, beefing, going back and forth, calling out Devin Haney, all of this. Um, and yeah, the performance in the match, what we expected. Um, now, there's talks of him being injured, per se, but um, who knows? I think the fight was a chess match. I, I didn't think it was as terrible as people were saying. Obviously, at this level, at this level where you've been talking so much, you need to entertain the fans, which is if you want to be a big deal and whatnot. If you're talking about Tank, Devin Haney, you've got to be entertaining. Um, so, yeah, I, he's got he's got to take that one on the chin. But I just thought it was a high level chess match. Obviously, it not was. a lot of punches landed. Um, the game is hit and not be hit, and that's what they were both kind of showing. But that doesn't put bums on seats and whatnot. And we said the reason why this is on a Thursday is because you ain't a draw, bro, and you ain't going to be a draw with that performance. Mm. Um, you're, not, you're simply not. So it's, it's kind of some back. Because you know, obviously we see Devin Haney jury and saying they should have given him ten percent, not twenty five percent. It was generous, yeah. and the people R- at the R- Rony, obviously, who's one of his critics, was killing him as well. Yeah, yeah. we know really. Yeah, yeah, really couldn't wait to tell you he was going wait. and, <laughs> and he jumped at it again. So look, it's it's setting back in that sense because while Haney's been they've tried to label Haney with the boring tag, he's been far from it. He's been entertaining. He's just not getting knockouts, but he's been in entertaining yeah. fights. He's he's done his job. He's not run because they were saying there was points where they, look, they, they, would, look, they will say, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even call it running, but you know how I feel about that. <laughs> like, but yeah, they, no, they, they, like, I mean, legit. <laughs> he, yeah, he wasn't running, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, they obviously they, they they tried to throw Haiti that tag as well. And what did Haiti go and do? Lomachenko, he stood toe to toe. Even though I would say that was the wrong move, he did <laughs> yeah. that. And I know he did that to entertain the fans. Mm. Um, Shakur was very bullish afterwards, Floyd. And, you know, I look, I don't care for the booze, is what it is. It's a bad performance. Hold my hands up. I did, he did say he, did, he didn't say there was an injury, but he said he didn't feel good in the ring. Mm. Obviously, Bob Aaron's come out and said that he, he was suffering an injury, but that's not come from Shakur's mouth. But yeah, Shakur was very bullish about, you know, doesn't give a damn about the fan reaction and whatnot. You know, He's, he realised he wasn't feeling good and the performance wasn't great, but he had to do what he did to get a win, which is what he's done. And now he can go on to bigger and better things. I just want to say to Shakur, I guess, I don't want to call it a word of warning, bro, but it's like, okay, again, yes, understand that sometimes you have your off nights. That's fair enough. And you don't feel good. And you sometimes you just have to eke out the win, which is what he did. But he also needs to understand that you saying you don't care, you know, whatever, what the fans think and whatnot. You see, now he's now into the bigger and better fights. He's, he, he does need to understand how it's important for the fans to want to see him. That's how he's going to get those bigger and better fights. Because now let's say he goes to approach Tank now. We know what Tank's excuses every time for not fighting someone. He has to put bum in seats. He's bringing no, he's got no drawability and whatnot. And if these kind of performances, they're going to affect his drawability. As you said, Flores, it's on the first day. We're seeing people leave the ring. I mean, leave leave the arena before the, before the fight's even done. Wow. It's, we've just we've just seen, the, you know what I mean? So this stuff does play into effect, Shakur, and it is important for him to entertain. I'm not saying he needs to go out toe-to-toe, toe-to-toe, but 
Like this fight, Flores, again, we've seen Shakur be very good offensively and look and put his hands together. He barely threw any combinations, Flores. He barely threw anything. It was one shot, jab, 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 one shot, little counter here and there, then the rest defensive work, avoiding slipping punches, being on the back foot. So, yeah, he needs to understand that <laughs> you can be bullish and whatnot and be like, I don't give a damn what they think, but you kind of do at some point because that's going to elevate you into getting these bigger fights, full stop. Especially when you're, you're you're chasing the big fights, you're you're not the draw. Yes, he's point. chasing. You're not, so you're not the draw. Yeah. Yeah. If you're the draw and you're fighting like this, then people will pay to see you lose. Same thing happened with Mayweather. Lloyd, um, exactly. People said he was a runner, he was boring, but they paid. They always paid because they wanted him to lose. Um, <laughs> yeah. People want you to lose now. That's it. They, but how are they going to pay to watch you? They're, yeah. Um, you're not going to get the big fights like you say because. Yeah, it's 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 he he's got to do kind of start to change the wins as well because he had been he'd been putting on good performances, but now you've talked yourself in a position, and now the eyes are on you, and you you mm. dropped another one. Um, Bro, he yeah, came so... out with Bud and Andre Sog Ward. Floyd mm. was in the crowd watching him. Like these are boxing greats that have endorsed him. By the way, these are all guys that have endorsed Shakur as the next one up. So I'm sure they they might want to be fair. Like I said, Floyd went for it. I'm sure Andre will understand. They will understand. But it's yeah. like you got these men surrounding you. They are expecting greatness. The fans are thinking, "Rah, why are they rocking with this guy so much?" That kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. It, it's part of the image, right, Floyd? It's part of the optics. And obviously, you yeah. see his Twitter antics as well. He where he's talking smoky, he's yeah. going at people, all that kind of stuff. Casuals are gonna look at that and think to themselves, "Yeah, okay, cool. Let's see in the ring." And they see that. Again, I understand sometimes, yes, you, you, the casual fan, the boxing heads know that your core is cold and it's destined for great things. And you won that fight comfortably. But at the same time, yeah, you it's your prize fighter. You have to also, especially in his position where, like you said, Flores, he's chasing the guys. He has to make them, you know, he has to make fans shout, says, oh yeah, fight your core. That's your core guy. He looks cold, fight him. Because if not, it's so easy for these guys like Tank to say, why should we fight Shakur Stevenson? He can't even sell out arenas. He can't even sell out his hometown. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. We'll give you 10%. We'll give you 5% now because what are you bringing to the table? It's mad. It's peak. Yeah. But there's, there's a route back for him. It's, it is, he's still young. There's easily a route back for him. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm, look, folks, I'm, I said I'm not worried. I'm not worried. Yeah, I think yeah, Shakur yeah. will be fine. I just want to realise, you know, that how the marketing plays into, into, into him. I want him to get the big fights. Because, like I said, I want him to fight the Haney's and whatnot. I feel like he beats them. But he has to put himself in position to do so. You know what I mean, Flores? Yeah. Performances like that, it's not going to help him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, just, yeah, he clearly wasn't himself. The jab was, wasn't was there. He still has the books to match you. still moving, doing the things defensively. But usually his jab is sharp and accurate for me and, and strong and the combinations are there. But the offense just wasn't there, so... I, I do believe he had an injury. Uh, um, I I do think he won, but to me, <laughs> that I wasn't convincing. It was just like the Santos was busier than you. Um, and I, I'm not even beefing people who say the Santos won. I'll be real. I'll be like, really? Cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> because he was busier. Um, I don't think he was busier for us, but he wasn't, he wasn't really landing. Let's be he real. He wasn't he really struggled. landing. But, but, um, 
Shakur wasn't really landing and wasn't really throwing. So it wasn't like, oh, there was a huge disparity in what was landed and not. <laughs> just um, Dos Santos was missing more. Mm. That's what it was. He was missing more. And even Shakur's work that he was landing, a lot of the stuff was, okay, good body work from both of them. But it, the jab was jab just well. from it was yeah, point, jab, but he, he was landing a jab though. I, I thought he was landing a jab, but it just wasn't. There wasn't really pop to it. You know yeah, there wasn't. There wasn't any pop. It wasn't like he said yeah. popping back. Yeah, it wasn't, well, it wasn't well, deterring well. the Santos. Yeah. The Santos was still being sharp defensively. He was. The Santos is good. So I said he was good. The Santos is good. Yeah. He's a good fighter. Very good fighter. Yeah. Um. I, I'm. I'm not mad at anyone who says the Santos won. I'll be like, yeah, you know what? I'll be sure. Shakur did one for me. Fair, but I was. I was giving rounds to the Santos. I don't think Shakur won every single round. I gave him some of the early rounds um, just from being busier. Yeah. So if people talk about a rematch and Shakur goes out and destroys him in a rematch, then that's one route back for him. Or he can just jump right in with a Lomachenko. Actually, Lomachenko don't want to see him, but yeah. there's people who are more likely to maybe call him out now thinking he's a light touch. Um, I see our boy, what's his name? Jamel, um, who fought Loma, Loma's boy. What, Jermaine Ortiz? Jermaine, Jermaine Ortiz, yeah. Good Jermaine, fight. Oh, yeah. Great fight. Great fight. Seen that. So there's options for him. There's people out there who could potentially fight him. There's people out I there. Think, I think, I think he just move up. Again? Already. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, because I'm saying that because at 135, the other three blocks are held by Haney. Yeah. He's probably not gonna come, he's not coming down to fight him. Mm. That's done. As you say, Lomachenko doesn't want to fight him. Loma's trying to make the fight with Cambosis. Yeah. So that's not really an option for him. Cool. I think maybe I'll I'll see the Jermaine Ortiz fight. Yeah. But after that, who else is there really? Apart from these new up and comers, Keyshawn Davises and Abdullah Mason, Kid Schofield. Like these these guys aren't ready to jump in with Shakur yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't I, lie I for it. So there names. isn't really much. I mean, tank isn't gonna happen. Yeah, that's not. So, really and truly, Jermaine Ortiz, if you want to do the title defense, and Loma are the only people I think. Yeah, and I'm saying, I'm saying, are Cambosis and Loma willing to fight him? I mean, obviously, they're going to have, they're, they're, once they settle their thingy, maybe fight the yeah. winner of that, but... Yeah. But if Loma again goes, you know, nah, I'm not really feeling it, I'm going to move down or whatever, and Cambosis, Cambosis will fight him, but is that really yeah. something you care about? So I can't <laughs> lie, Flo's. 140 to me sounded very attractive to me. He's got the belt, three division world champion, got that belt. Yeah. Cool. Let's go chase the other guys now. We said yeah. all routes lead to 140 anyway. So I can't lie, yeah. folks. I'm happy, I'm happy to see him move up. I'll be surreal. The other thing is anything left for him at 135. Unless Haney mm. relinquished the belt and he wants to come and dispute. Perfectly against yeah, like that. I don't think undisputed is worth chasing that. I think a fight with Lomachenko is what he should be pursuing. And yes. as a stopgap, maybe I, a Jermaine Ortiz. Yeah, maybe okay. a Cambosis, yeah. but eventually, if he can beat Lomachenko in dominating fashion or whatever, then that propels him in people's eyes slightly. Yeah. If it's a stinker, then he's done. He's done for. Move up, but I don't mind <laughs> him moving again, up now. That's as well. if Lomachenko is happy to have it, because like I said I'm just going off to what Lomachenko's team was saying. They're like, mm. Mm -mm. maybe because obviously they come off a loss, so they don't want to risk another loss. So maybe yeah, cool. Maybe they beat they beat Cambosis, and they're like, okay, cool. We got our confidence back. Let's go for it. We should call, but. Yeah, it's, it depends. But the, basically, what I'm saying is the opportunities at 135 for Shakur, to me, are looking... Now that he's got that belt, they're looking slim. I don't think he cares about undisputed, so, yeah. But, Flores, um, again, yeah, I'm not too worried about Shakur. He's still cold to me. 
And um, yeah, you got congrats on becoming a free world war champion at his age. Amazing stuff in 20 fights or whatever it is. Um, Co-main event flows is worth talking about because I'm sure this is what really had the crowd excited. Emmanuel Navarrete versus Robson Contessao. Uh Thriller flows. Brilliant, brilliant fight. Did, 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 did you check that one out? You're on mute, by the way, bro. Yeah, brilliant oh, yeah, fight, man. Yeah. yeah, brilliant, brilliant fight, bro. Ended the majority draw, so Navarrete being the champion retains his title. Um, flows to you guys. Most Navarrete fight so exciting, and uh, we've said this before in this pod, bro. Constant Sal is cold. Constant Sal, like I really, really like Constant Sal, man, and this is his third time. I feel like he's one of the most unfortunate men in boxing because this is his third time fighting for a world title, and it's his third time coming up short. First yeah. time Oscar Valdez, obviously we know the situation with the Ped situation. We actually felt that he won that fight, but they gifted of Oscar Valdez's victory. Second time was against Shakur. Obviously, Shakur being Shakur pieced him up, battered him really. He gave a spirited effort, but Shakur is Shakur. So he was always going to lose to Shakur. And now against Navarrete flows. Navarrete, who is... You know, Navarrete's style flows. It's very different. If you call how he boxes, very... It's like, yeah. I don't know how to explain it, but I... I I honestly feel I really rock with it though because he <laughs> he boxes like no one else I've seen. It's sick. Yeah, it's like to describe it, listeners. He's very um languid in his style. It's like he's in a rhythm where he's rocking and rolling, but he's throwing punches from really unorthodox angles. Like yeah, it's like anywhere from any and throws these are punches that they like like there was one shot where he looked like he was thrown to the body and it ended up in his uppercut. Oh, yeah, and great shot. Great, like and and it worked. So. He has this and style. And even man. watching it, you, you don't even see it. Even bro, watching it, I was like, what, what? Bro, when I first saw him fight, yeah, I thought to myself, what is Star Wars? But I'm watching it. It's piecing guys up. They, they don't know what to deal with it. His style is sick, man, because I, I like, you know, styles that are different, I guess, and unorthodox, and it works for him, clearly. It's not conventional. And he's, he also switch hits as well, Flores. He switch hits really well. It's like yeah. I said, it's like, it's like a real rhythm, fluid, unorthodox style that he throws with. Um... And Constant Sal, obviously, folks, we know what he comes with. He comes with combinations. One thing about Constant Sal, bro, he lets his hands go. So this fight was already from the first round, from the first two round flows. I said, okay, I can see what's going to happen with this fight. Because you've got Constant Sal, Navarrete using his awkward style to catch Constant Sal. And Constant Sal was just firing back every time with combinations and catching Navarrete. So it made for an amazing fight flows. Constant Sal was dropped twice. Um, I think once in the fourth round, and then another was it four, was it second and fourth? I can't remember, but yeah, he was dropped twice. One was an uppercut; they didn't mm. see coming, and then the other one I think was a body shot. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Navarrete's dropped him twice, but even despite the knockdowns, flows Constant Sal just came back on a on a mad one. Mm. He as in catching catching Navarrete with great shots, clean shots. I think the thing that lets Constant Sal down for us is the fact that he doesn't really have power. And the commentators said that, you know, how he still fights in that Olympic style of the amateur style of he doesn't really turn his punches over. That he almost he almost like slaps his opponents with his punches, as opposed to turning his fists over and sitting down on his punches. So he was catching Navarrete with some great shots, clean shots. But Navarrete was able to walk through him because again, there's not much power there. Whereas when Navarrete was catching Constance Sal, you, you can see it, you can feel it. Like you're seeing him take a step back and whatnot. So power stakes a lot of Navarrete, but in terms of the output flows, 
Constant style to me, outworked him and outlanded him. It's just the fact that obviously his power, his shots didn't have much pop to it compared to Navarrete's. Um, but as, yeah, as I said, despite the two knockdown flows, it was back and forth action and Constant style wasn't to be deterred. He came roaring back and again, the output just increased and increased and increased and that's what made an amazing fight flows. And even though it was given a majority draw, I actually thought that Conscious Sal won that again. But mm. I can see why he gave it a draw, obviously. But for me, he landed more, did more of a work. It's just unfortunate that obviously those two knockdowns are probably what cost him in the judges' eyes. But to me, he won that fight. So again, I feel sorry for Conscious Sal. He's cold. But um, yeah, they, they, they're going to run it back, I think. I mean, they need to, because that was sick, man. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Great fight. Um, I liked, liked what Kokisau was doing the whole fight. His jab, his movement, yeah, the combinations, um, laying his hands, go how active he was, even defensively, dodge, counter in, slipping shots. Mm. He was doing a lot um, of good stuff. But Navarrete, obviously, less active than he usually is. But yeah. the power and the angles of some of his shots really, <laughs> really gave um, Kokisau trouble. Um, that way, he never really looked hurt. I mean, there were some points where he stumbled and whatnot, but I don't think he was actually yeah. hurt. Maybe it was just self balance. Yeah. But he was hurting. He was hurting Kogginsau in, in portions in the fourth yeah. round, sixth. I think there was another round, even in a maybe the seventh or eighth. He really there was had one round. Ten, there was one round. Tenth, I was saved by the bell. Yeah. It might have been the tenth round or something, yeah. where he, despite Kogginsau having a good round, a couple of shots in, and he's 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 hurt. He's looking wobbled. He's, his nose, mm. uh, his blood was coming from his mouth. Um, I felt Conquistador without the knockdowns definitely won. Um, I think he won most of the rounds. I think yeah. the only thing outside of the knockdowns, the only thing that never really had was just the power stakes. Um, actually seeing Conquistador hurt, so I gave him a few rounds of that. I was happy with a draw. Mm. I felt um, yeah, I'm not mad. Majority, I feel like thinking one, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a, a majority draw to Navarrete is, is is harsh. I think if anyone should have edged it, it should have been Conquistador. But um, yeah, it's just it's just a shame about those knockdowns for him. Third time, third attempt at the title, and he's come up short again. Despite legit, he should have won one. <laughs> um, I probably should have won two. But um, yeah, great fight. Um, Happy to see them run it back again. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, for real. Um, I I want Conor to stay. I, I literally, I, my my one wish now is for him to win the title before he packs it. He's thirty five now. Obviously, Flores. Yeah, I feel like it's like he's as you you mentioned. Navarrete wasn't because usually we see Navarrete is super active with his hands, and he was active, but he wasn't as active. He was getting out worked by Conor I think maybe because of how good Conor was that making him. That's miss why he wasn't he he wasn't yeah he wasn't able punch. to be. Yeah, because usually, even though Navarrete said he had his successes and he dropped this guy twice and he still had the same style, usually he's firing his hands and the opponent's been overwhelmed by just how awkward it is and just you'll see a bunch of angles that they don't even see coming. But because I think how good Conte Sao is, he was able to get his off his hands as much as he normally did. Um, but yeah, they, they, they were both very respectful. They seem to be both on it. Like Navarrete straight away, like, yeah, 100% could give him a rematch if he wants it. Yeah. And they, they can make it happen because he deserves it. He's really good. So there's they, they, mutual respect there. Um, I will, yeah, 100% want to see a rematch. Navarrete isn't great. I always tune into a Navarrete fight because he's usually exciting. And Constance Sal, I like him a lot as well, man. I always try and see him if he if, if he fights. But yeah, man, based off that fight, bro, Shakur never had a chance. <laughs> Shakur never had a chance to win the crowd over because that fight was a war. 
And then you've gone on to that sort of snooze fest with him versus De Los Santos. But yeah, all in all, good night's work for boxing. Uh, Flows, let's, let's, let's move over to the UK. Quickly round up the Adam Azim card. Um, start with undercard flows. Uh, we said that they're gonna. In fact, yeah, I'm gonna ask you a question, flows. What was the point of that fight for Richard Riagpo? <laughs> um, yeah, to just to just get him out, get him out, show him again, have him call out CBS. I think it was um, a promo run that fight. <laughs> <As opposed laughs> it was a, <laughs> a promo run. Yeah, um, but good to see him get another run out again. But. Everything he said that it was beneficial, as in getting him out in front of a big crowd, it wasn't. A, it was your call, I believe. So it's not. It's not going to be the same as Bournemouth crowd that you're going to. Yeah. Um, and what was it? Two rounds. Two rounds. Got got yeah. Dylan Bregian, French guy. We I called. Yeah. We said it was record three wins by KO in over twenty something oh. fights as a cruiserweight. We knew what was going to be there for. He got him like it was the most mismatch of the mismatches that we've seen. Really close. The moment we had yeah. let his hands go. This guy didn't want to know. He was peak. So, um, yeah. Two rounds, easy peasy. Um, yeah. Adam Azim flows. We have mm. a new European champion against, um, he beat um, Petit Jean, uh, French. He was currently, he was a holder of it, French, French uh, European champion. I like the performance flows from Adam Azim. Um, I liked he was patient and you know, he didn't look to blast this guy out of there. I think in the it was round two flows, I think the early rounds, he's tried to, you know, do his usual, get this guy out of there. And this Petit Jean in the second round flows, I don't know if you remember it, but Adam Azim's coming in to launch an attack. This this guy, this, this guy has counted him nicely. Yeah. And yeah. then stumbling back. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, he hit him with something nice. I said, yeah. ooh. I said, okay. I think Adam Azim, he felt that one. He thought, you know what? Cool. Yeah. I mean, I have to rush in. You know, I can take my time with this one. Scheduled for 12. I think this is 12 first. I think this is first 12th rounder. Um, so scheduled for 12. Mm. He broke this guy down flows. He took his time, broke him down, worked behind the jab. Yeah, obviously, you see the physical advantages were all in his favor. This guy was small compared to him. Um, and I just like his combination. He was able to pick pick his shots nicely. And then finally, flows. Was it the 10th? Was it the 10th round? I think it was where he stopped him? Or was it the 8th? Um, he, he he dropped him with a body shot early on. No, not early on, but early on, there was a in one the knockdown. And, no, yeah. there was a knockdown in, in like the seventh or I can't remember. But there was a knockdown, and then oh. he got him out of there a few rounds later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So know. yeah, it, it was. Yeah, I think it might have been. Well, I thought it was eighth, but I can't. Remember. Yeah, he dropped him first, but then mm. yeah, it was a tenth where he finally stopped him. Yeah, and um, yeah, I, I like I said, I like the work from him, Flores. He looked poised. He looked patient again. I said how, as he's been moving up the levels, the resistance is becoming greater and greater. We were used to him stopping guys in one or two rounds. He hasn't been doing that anymore, obviously, as he you know gets fights for a better opposition. And I like that, obviously. Maybe earlier on in this fight, he felt like maybe he could have got this guy out of there. He got a nice counter. And he thought to himself, you know what? I could take my time with this one, be patient, break him down. And exactly what he did. So that's showing poise, maturity, flows. And he's going to need that as he gets up the levels, as I say. So this guy was always going to be lose to him. Obviously, he had all the advantages over this guy, but you can take your time to break someone down. You don't have to rush and get someone out of there straight away. I know it looks good for the fans and whatnot, but some of these guys are better than that and they're not going to let themselves be washed so quickly. So you have to take the time to break it down. This Petit Jean goes, his, 
<laughs> his, his defense was killing me because when he fought that body shot, the way he tucked in, it was just he fully tucked in, I high guard tucked his elbows into his body and he was just bobbing and just weaving, bro. That's all he was yeah. doing. It was killing me. That that was his defense. But I said, you he ain't touching me with that again. <laughs> but he, he, it worked for him. He survived. Yeah, but yeah, and... yeah because, close, because he's small, yeah. it, it made the surface area so small. Remember, Adam yeah. he got pinged for a low blow. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't It wasn't actually his fault. It's because this guy was so small and compact yeah. that there was no target for him to hit for us. It was peak. Yeah, man, he was killing me with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, I'll give the ref some credit because I was saying to the ref, don't jump in. Because there was points where Petitjo wasn't throwing, but he just yeah. throw one punch. But he yeah. was he was surviving. He wasn't like he was getting big pummeled. He yeah. was he was had his guard tucked in. He was blocking. He was surviving. He was he was catching the shots, mm. but he wasn't throwing back. There were several points where, he, and then he would just throw one punch to kind of get on his back and move again and survive. Yeah. Mm. So I was like, look, he's not too badly hurt. He's still in there. Don't just jump in and give give it to Adam Azim and say, hey, here you go, here's, here's, here's a Europe, this is a championship fight. So, yeah. And fair enough, it allowed Adam Azim to break him down after yeah. the first lockdown, whenever it was fifth, sixth, or something. Yeah. And then finally get him out of there in the 10th where the towel came in and he fully dismantled him. So, yeah. obviously, we don't want to see fighters get too badly hurt. So the stoppage mm. was came out a good time after the second lockdown. But we don't want to see refs gift, gift fights to, to fighters. Um, yeah. So yeah, let Adam Azim earn the winner, which he did. Mm. Yeah. Nice win for him, bro. Um, mm. he called out, I think he called out Harlem Eubank afterwards yeah. in one of the interviews that he said he you know, wants to make that fight happen. Um I mean I've got no qualms with seeing that fight. I mean, that's fine for me. Um again, I think I, I think they're moving right with Adam Azim. Um Ben Shalom has now come out and said the next year. You know, he expects him to fight for a title and stuff. I don't know about that one, Ben. I think he should just chill. Um, but yeah, I think they're moving him rightly in terms of you know the opposition. You can see he's slowly getting better opposition now. Maybe Ooh. a domestic dust up with with Harlem is what he needs next. I don't know, but yeah, let's keep it at a, a decent level for him before he moves up to, up to the next big stage. Um, and that's throwing his hat in with the, you know the rest of the one forty pound demons because as we know, Flores it's a hot division. But we ain't, we don't we ain't gonna rush him. He's gonna come though. He's coming soon. So yeah, we yeah. just you know keep keep moving how he's moving. He's doing the right things yeah. for us. For me, I think they, they're trying to egg him on to start calling out some because I've seen him saying names like Shakur Stevenson and all the other big yeah. names, Haney's and Tank, and I'm like, yeah, chill, 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 your chill. But, chill. He, that's what he's supposed to do, right? He's meant to call out the big names. Um, it's not mm. going to happen. It's not going to happen next year. Um, but Sky and Box have a real problem where, in terms of generating pay per views, so yeah. they need this. They need this crop. To, yeah, they, they need him to become the star. Yeah, it's true. They need this crop to get going. Like the young, they got a lot of young stars, so they need to start yeah. creating some pay per view opportunities. And Adam seems potentially one of those, so it yeah. might start to speed them up. Who knows? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Good win for him, though. Happy for him, European champion. We'll see what happens next for him. Shout out to Adam Azim. Shout out to Rick, Richard Rackpool for their wins. Oh, Flows. Okay, we got a couple previews. So make it look. Hey, it's been a great week, and this upcoming week, Flows, we got we got two mega fights to talk about. Really. Um, do you want to start with the rematch? Katie Taylor, yeah. Chantel Cameron. Oh. Um. Obviously, that win for Chantel Cameron was huge. Flows. Um, 
we knew this rematch was happening. I can't lie, Flores. I think it's, we're going to get the same result. I'm coming out straight out of the gate for, for, my, for yeah. my prediction. I think Chantal Cameron is just too big and too strong for Katie Taylor, bro. I'll be so yeah. real. Is it the same and, weight? Um, hang on, I'll check now. I'll go it up. Yeah, it's for the undisputed super. You, you, wait, no, it's not. No, I think it's like it's it's it's. Has she, I think she's gone down to Katie Taylor's because before Katie Taylor came up, right, to fight her her weight. Yeah, I believe she's gone down because it's saying it's for the undisputed super lightweight championship, which is what Katie Taylor holds. So that means oh, that she's is she all the super light? I thought she had the light. Which is, he's not moving up and down too much. Wait, hang on. Retained. She's got the the she's sorry. She's got the lightweight. Yeah, belts. Katie Taylor does. Yeah. So why is it saying matchroom site is saying it's for the undisputed super weight, super lightweight belts? Okay, so that means that it's, it's super uh, lightweight. So that means it's for Chantel's belts. Yeah. Okay, so it was yeah, for so her belts we... before. Yeah, it was for her belts before. She just okay, retained so, her belts. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Chantel was undisputed. Okay, was undisputed, okay, undisputed, so yeah, yeah. Okay, so that means, yeah. Okay, so get, it's, so, get okay. another shot at her belts. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. How? <laughs> oh wow, matching really pulled some strings, boy. But okay, so that means that it's the same way. That's hilarious. That's so. Got a shot at the belts. Lost it. Gets shot in our home. Yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's a side for you. For real, <laughs> for real, for real. Um, but yeah, man, look, Katie Taylor, she gave a valiant, the first time floor, she gave a valiant effort, as she always does. Katie Taylor will yeah. always scrap, as in, she, in fact, we say she likes scrapping too much. But Chantel was able to stick it on her, bro. Like, we've never seen anyone stick it on her before. Mm. And Chantel herself is a cold boxer, so she's got the size and the boxing ability to really give Katie Taylor some problems. This is exactly what she did in the first five floors. I don't see, I just, I feel like this is just too much of a size gap to overcome for Katie. If she does this, Flores, this might be her greatest win. I can't lie, because obviously the Serrano win was, was monumental, but the odds are probably stacked against her this time, bro. And you're saying Cameron's seen, you know, what she did the first time. She's beaten her before. So she's taste, had that taste of winning against her. So she knows what she needs to do. Um, and Chantel Cameron's someone that seems super focused to me, Flores. I don't, I don't think she's going to do Andy Ruiz. So that's why I, um, I'm pulling towards Chantel winning this, you know, bro. At beating her twice, which is a shame because we know afterwards if she loses this fight, flows Kate Taylor, you know what we're going to hear. You know what calls we're going to hear in terms of oh, maybe she's time for her to call it a day, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, that's why her winning would be crazy. The gas would be crazy if she wins this in her, in her home turf. Island again, if she wins this, that's crazy. But yeah, I think Chetel's come to upset the apple cart again, bro. I, I, I can't look past it. We're talking predictions. Um, I feel Katie Taylor's going to take a controversial win. Mm. Another, another one, another controversial mm. win. So, so basically, she, you're saying that she's not going to win, but she's going to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I thought I, I thought the best place fight. All Katie Taylor fights have, have, have been close, no doubt. Mm. Um, she's always comes to fight, but um, we've always seen Katie Taylor typically take the the close fights. The controversial ones. There's, there's been a few, you know, in her career already. Yeah. Um, 
I thought they might even bust her the first Chantel Cameron one. She did the yeah, same. She I, lost I, it. I so too. Yeah. And she's lost a few fights in her past <laughs> for keeping her butt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just think, look, the way the way this what we just read out, another shot at her belts in Dublin again. <laughs> That's on her though. Yeah. So and look, even though I think one judge gave it a draw last time as well. No? Yeah. It had it really, so yeah. Um yeah. just another round here and there and boom, she's won. So I think they might nicer. Um, mm. And that's no knock on... It's not like Bivol v Canelo where I think thought Bivol would wash Canelo and, and, and get robbed. This yeah. might just be a close one. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Chantel's cold. Um, she's good. She, is. she can certainly I, win. She won the last mm. one. She can do it again. Yeah. Just judging is my, is, is my concern here. I hear it. And it probably will be close because Katie doesn't let things be other than close because mm. she has to always have the last word in exchanges. She's throwing yeah. her hands. It's just the way Chantal stepped to her last time for us was, was, was I, I thought to myself, wow. Yeah. Like Chantal from round one, bro, started bullying her on, from the first round. Her. Stepped to her, yeah. onto her. She wasn't letting Katie breathe. And that's usually what Katie uh, uh, you know, allows us his other opponents. So seeing her get moved to like that was like, wow. And Ooh. it wasn't an MD. It was an MD win for last night. To me, it was UD all the way. I yeah. thought, you know, comfortable. Chantel's got this. But as you know, yeah, Katie Taylor, her uh, her superstardom, as you said, flows is huge. So, yeah. yeah I have a big fight with I, Amanda Serrano again. So. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I mean, honestly, for, I hope it's not that what you suggest in terms of Ooh. it's a controversial. I really hope it's not that. Because, as you know, we don't like to see controversy in this sport. And... If it is controversial, you already know what's happening in terms of behind the scenes. Serrano's there, all that kind of stuff. Um, that'd be a horrible way for Chantal to lose because she's undefeated herself and she's worked really hard to get this position. So I hope, fingers crossed, we don't get any controversy and it's a clean cut win for whoever takes it. But yeah, I'm leaning towards Chantel again. I think Chantel, yeah, man, she moved that first fight, bro. She moved me. <laughs> she really did move me. I thought to myself, yeah, this girl is very. I mean, before I was a fan of her before, I knew she was cold, but. That performance there on that stage, bro. And I all you know, you've got tens of thousands of Irish men screaming at you. And she didn't even look, she looked like she was at home. Crazy. That performance was crazy to me, bro. So yeah, I, I know she's made for the big occasion. I've seen it already. So yeah. That's why I'm gonna lean towards Chantel. Um, cool, bro. All right, cool. Let's let's move on to America then, bro. One of the fights that I've been anticipating for a while now, as it's gotten closer, I've got more and more excited because of the potential, you know, fallout that's going to happen for the winner. We've got David Benavidez, a Mexican monster, versus Demetrius Boo Boo Andrade. It's going down this weekend, bro. At light, uh, at, uh, at light heavyweight. Um, I think it's for one of the interim light heavyweight belts. So basically, we know what this is. This is basically the number one contender shot for Canelo Alvarez. Finally, here flows... Give me your thoughts, bro. You excited? I am. I am. Uh-huh. I think this is Benavidez is doing the right things to impress me. He's taking on all comers now. Um, you called for it, and I called it's for, here. He, yeah, he's doing it. Um, he's got plowed out of the way right into the mix with <laughs> Big Andre, who's supposedly highly ducked. Well, he has been ducked. Let's not, let me he has been ducked in his career. Well, let's yeah, be real, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's been ducked. He's been avoided. He hasn't really had the opportunities, and that's partially <laughs> maybe the same reason. Marsh- yeah, uh, Shakur might suffer. Shakur might suffer for him if he's not careful. It's partially his fault, but yeah. yeah. He said he's boring. He's had injuries, to be fair to him. But look, 
he's a great fighter, highly skilled, been inactive. Very inactive. Will will play a part in my prediction. Um, mm. But I think it's a great fight and it's, it's great for Benavides. Um, he's now making it himself. Everyone, people, people are already behind him. But at this point, Canelo can't avoid what he's doing. He's, he's fighting people. Um, yeah. He can't say he's not he's not fought anyone. He's fought people. Yeah. He's fighting people now. And yeah, great fight. Keep doing, keep making fights like this happen, PBC. Shout out to PBC as well. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. It's a great fight. Yeah. Yeah, massively looking forward to it. Um, obviously, we've got Boo Boo coming up. I mean, he's been up 168 for, I guess, a while. Well, yeah, 168 for a bit now. But obviously, because he's so inactive, you don't really see. Uh, I've been a big fan of Boo Boo for a long, long time. Back when he was at 154, even flows. Um, yeah. Recognizing how high skilled he is, and you hear a lot of other American fighters who are the amateurs and whatnot say how he was one of the best and he beat them all, that kind of stuff. Um, very watching Boo Boo fight, it's interesting because he's also another one that's quite unorthodox in how he fights flows. <laughs> he's, 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 it's weird. Um, he looks like he stylistically should be a proper, like, you know, technical boxer, and he sometimes yeah. has that to him, but. He then is also very rough and rugged at times as well. Throws punches from weird angles and does weird things in the ring sometimes, bro. He's very, yeah. he's, he's I, I, I call him unorthodox in the way he fights as well sometimes. He's not the most conventional. I don't, it's I don't, weird I don't, sometimes. Yeah, I've seen him be conventional, but I've seen him do weird stuff. It's, I don't know. I, I don't know what brings that on because it, it doesn't seem like it's, it's a style as such that he's doing it. He's just, I don't know if he's trying to get people out of there or, I don't, yeah. I don't know what he is when he does that. I, I know it is. Because his entire career, he's been plagued with a hole that he's boring, doesn't put bumps yeah. on seats. I noticed a shift from him in the sense that I feel like he tried to be a lot more aggressive to try and force people out of there. And it wasn't really working. He was still going like 12, like he, he would wash someone for time for like for 12 rounds. Yeah. But I don't think he carries natural power, bro. So because he's not able to get them out of there, you know, he, he's looking like he's like he's forcing a knockout. He's jumping in, looking a bit yeah. wild. You remember Flo, like there were times when he's looking hella wild, just throwing wild yeah. swings. And it's like this, this ain't your get like stick to what you know. In terms of <laughs> yeah. Just be that boxer that you we know you are. But because I think in his ears, he's hearing obviously Hearn's putting pressure on him each time because it's like you put a good performance out there, we can get you the fight with Canelo. Yeah. Or get you the fight with Jacobs. And these big fights never materialized when he was in match room. Mm. And it's partly because I feel like because he wasn't seen as exciting to watch. So he mm. was trying to force the excitement. But we know, folks, if you try and force excitement, you actually look horrible. You look, you look even worse because it's like yeah. you're looking wild and whatnot. Which, so that's why he's been fighting against, <laughs> I believe. And, it's, and you know what? It's because of the level of opposition he's fighting. Because they're not yeah. great. Yeah. That he, he can afford to do that and force to force it. Because they're not great either. It doesn't... Yeah. He's not rating he them. So he's trying to be wild and get them out yeah, of there. Yeah, yeah, There's it's no chill. It's, it's weird. It's weird. It's very weird. He, he Look, like I said, I've seen him box very, very well when he wants Ooh. to. And yes, there's other times when I've seen him do the rugged or weird stuff. So I, I don't know what version of Booba we're going to get, bro. Honestly, it's been a, such a long time since I've seen him. Like, proper. I mean, I, I know he fought recently on the PBC undercard, but he was up against some food. But I haven't seen him. In, I think the last time I saw him properly, bro, was probably Leon Williams. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Like, yeah. in terms of the last time I saw him properly, out there properly, like against a, a, a decent opponent. And again, he watched Leon Williams. I think he dropped him a couple of times. Yeah. That fight was another funny one because he dropped him a couple of times, but he wasn't able to get him out of there. Yeah. And it was just rough and rugged and like bare scrappy. It was it was a really weird fight again. Um, so yeah, I'm not too sure what version of people we're gonna get. 
I recognise that he has been very skilled in the past and he is a good boxer and he has been avoided, I do agree. But again, because he's not really a draw and he's trying to put bumps on seats, the right doors haven't opened for him. Bubu's been calling out Charlo and Canelo since 154 pound days, bro. Remember yeah. time ago, like he's been around for a long time. Around, yeah. Yeah. So this is a good opportunity for him. A great opportunity for him. Oh, look, he acknowledges that this is this is his biggest opportunity because he's kind of seen as the forgotten man in boxing. People forget that he's undefeated still. He's a two-weight world champion. He was champion at 154 and 160, I believe. Yeah. You know, he's got the amateur pedigree, all the accolades as America. Like, really and truly, like, if you look at his accolades, bro, Boo Boo should be an American star. If you yeah. look at what, you know, in terms of what he did in the amateur days, um, two-weight world champion, undefeated, you know, got charisma as well, can talk, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it just hasn't gone for him. So this is almost, I don't want to say last chance saloon, but this is a huge opportunity for him to put some lights on him and be like, okay, Boo Boo, he's still around. He's still got it. All that potential realized, you know what I mean? No, no, I'm not calling it last chance salute. Not at all. I'm saying that. Yeah, is... I, I, I'm laughing because this is legit his first test. <laughs> Crazy, isn't it? Crazy. It's, it's his first opportunity. At, he's been around for time as well. Before. He's been around for ages. We've been, we've been speaking have, about Ruby for time. Yeah, people have avoided him. The fights we want to see haven't been made. So this is his and, legit first time to show how good he is, potentially. But, and it didn't help. And it's at the back end of his career. His career. And it didn't help, though, but he's fighting once a year as well. The activity mm. was killing it. Yeah. So you compare that with Benavides now, who obviously Benavides is probably now like, like if I'm to gain like guess who's gained the most fans of the year from boxing, probably Benavides is up there. Everyone loves yeah. him now. Everyone's run to Benavides now. They're saying that Canelo is scared of this guy and all that kind of stuff. Obviously, we know. Look, we've said from day, bro. Benavides has a very clout. His his style is very crowd pleasing. I've said that from day one. All action, high engine, high octane. When it comes to throwing his punches and put throwing his hands. Benavides is one of the best in the world, bro. He really throws his hands. Yep. You know, offensively, he's devastating to watch. The combinations, bro, the non-stop offense, the speed, the power, he's got it all. He's got the size for the weight as well. So, yeah, I can see why everyone rocks with Benavides and they see him as a big threat. He is a threat. He is a problem. That Caleb Plant performance was really good, bro. Obviously, Caleb Plant was one of our guys as well. We like, I like both of them. Plant was outboxing him early doors, I'd say. Yeah, was win- was winning the boxing match, but then obviously you've seen that engine kick into effect for Benavides. He's getting stronger and stronger and stronger, and he just, he overwhelmed. To be honest, he overwhelmed Plant in like the end. Beating him down, <laughs> and <laughs> you know what? We know Plant's a fighter, so credit yeah. to Plant because he took the punishment and he so he stayed strong. Yeah, but you're seeing what Benavides was was is like raw. Like this is starting to come a mauling right now. So Andre, for how good he is, is gonna have to deal with that, and I can't lie, folks, it's a lot. Because Benavides has got the size as well over Andre. Um, he's fought the better competition. He's been more active. To me, I'm saying it now, Flo, again, I can't really look past Benavides in this one. And I, I rock with Boo Boo. I think Boo Boo's sick, but yeah. I look at just like against the competition, the activity, yeah. who Benavides has been fighting. And then obviously I'm looking at the engine where he generally gets stronger. I don't think Boo Boo will have the power to harm Benavides. Um, I damn sure think that Benavides has got the power to harm Boo Boo, though. That's for sure. Especially when he's accumulating them punches. Yeah, man. To me, it screams Benavides winning this one. Yeah. I'll, I'll be so real. Yeah. Everything stacks up in Benavides' favour. Mm. Just looking at it from size, activity, mm. level of opposition. Mm. Um, yeah. Boo Boo's 
it's like I say, it's an opportunity for him to show the whole world at this point, even his fans, that he can do it <laughs> because it's a it's a tough ask. Um, mm. But yeah, it should be a good fight. I, I I do think Benavidez wins. I think Benavidez, his output um, will, will give will eventually overwhelm. But Buber can certainly do it if 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 what we've been saying about him is true. If he's made weight right, if he's been training right, if the preparation's been there, if he's still focused and hungry, it's possible he can do it. Um, he just needs to show us. <laughs> it's yeah. all it is. Um, I always say that he has no chance. Boo-Boo's best bet is making it rough and ugly, you know? <laughs> you know, naturally, I would say... Yeah, I think you will. Out box. Yeah, I think he's going to go in there and on his chest, make it, you know, clinch up, you know, wrestle, that kind of stuff. I think he's going to... Mm. You know, you know the ones where you're hitting the clinch? He's, good. Yeah. he's, he's very good at doing that. So, yeah, I think that's his best bet because, you know, we've seen Benavidez outboxed by a superior boxer, Caleb Plant. And Booby might be a superior boxer to Benavidez. But in the end, that engine swallowed up that, that good boxing ability. So I don't think Booby, I don't think that's the best if he tries to, like, maybe box on the outside like he did, like Plant was doing. You can you can win rounds off that for sure. But when it comes to, like, sixth, seven, eighth round, when that engine kicks in, I don't think you'll be able to hang with him. So... Maybe his best bet is to rough him up and you know try and take away some of his energy early doors. I think he's got he's got to merge the two stars. I think stars, defensively mm. he has got he's got to tie him up Gra- and tangle him. The as moment as he starts to let his hand just grab it and then don't, just... don't, don't let him just get off his bubble boom and break you down. You got to avoid when that. He does that, bro. It's yeah. a wrapper. Yeah, um, I hear that. And then I, I don't know how much puppy he's gonna have in that way to keep Benavidez back off him. So. I think he's got he's definitely I think he's got a box because that's how he's gonna win rounds, but at the same time he's gotta wrap him up, make it ugly when Benavides yeah. is trying to get off his work. <laughs> just yeah, make, make it disgusting watching the points. Um yeah. then get yeah. back to boxing and then disgusting again. But yeah, we'll see yeah. What, what he does. Yeah. Yeah, fascinating fight, man. And I'm happy to see Boo Boo in a big fight like this. This is definitely his biggest. He's been calling for the big fights for years and he's got one. Mm. It's mad that I never envisioned it, honestly, bro. I never envisioned it would be at 168. Um, I remember when he was at 154, he moved up, but he moved up to chase Charlo. Never yeah. got that fight, and he moved up again. It's like wow. So um, can't forget he was a long time champion at 160 and 160 for time. Obviously, the Billy Joe Saunders fight didn't happen. He's had a lot of setbacks. To be fair to him, yeah. Um, yeah, happy he's finally got his big fight. It's just a shame that I don't know if he's still in his prime or not, bro. I don't know if all this yeah. activity is going to see you know has it has this ring rust going to affect him? You know, it'd be nice to see that a prime boo boo. Um, in this type of fight, but yeah, we'll see. I'm excited, um, and we know what we know what the reward is at the end of a, you know, at the end of this fight is Floyd. It's that it's that date with Canelo locked in, um, unofficially, obviously, but yeah, that's what we assume is going to happen. Both of these guys have been calling out. I mean, Booby's been calling out Canelo for a long time. Back when he was at the lower weight classes, Benavidez has been wanting Canelo for a while as well. It's a nice price to have dangling right flows. So it's within these guys' best interest to go hard. Because that Canelo lottery, as we know, is sweet. It's retired certain man. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. Well, I say that, but Billy Joe's come back now. So, yeah. But, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, I look forward to this one. Flores, we've got to talk about the undercard. Chief support is Jamal Charlo. The return of Jamal Charlo flows against David Benavides, his younger brother. Is he younger or older? Older, older. Actually. He's older, older yeah. yeah. I forgot he's, he's older, older. Yeah. Up against Jose Benavides. Flows, when I saw that they had a little presser, it wasn't really, it was a little Zoom chat, to be honest. 
I started laughing because I already knew what, what type of time these two, because we know what type of character Jose Baby is. He's, he's happy to run his mouth. And Jamal, <laughs> Jamal who, who fresh off, I don't even know what, it, Jamal didn't seem right to me still. I can't lie for yeah. it. He didn't seem right to me. But it's anyways, cool. he was running his mouth like crazy as well. He was he was talking some stuff, bro. He said, <laughs> he said, Jose can't walk down the same block he got shot. I said, oh my <laughs> goodness me. That is deep. Hey, Jamal was moving like Jamal. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. it's it's been what almost three flipping years since we've seen Jamal Charlo grace a ring flows. So I'm guessing it's, it's it's definitely two years, two and a bit years. Yeah. Um, this fight's wow. at one sixty three pounds. One sixty three. Yeah, it's not one sixty. It's one sixty three. So that's why Jose was talking in the press like, oh yeah, why couldn't you, why couldn't you miss a one sixty? You're unprofessional, that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's not one sixty. It's a one sixty three. So is it for his belt? No. <laughs> And you still got that belt. You still holding that belt. Yeah, he's still yeah, he's still onto the onto the belt. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I I don't know how he's patterned this man, but yeah, it's his. Okay. It's again, I guess it's like I said, a comeback fight for him. Um, Jose Benavides is good. Obviously, we know he's got a leg injury. Well, I say he's got a leg injury. He's got a leg problem. Um, since he got shot in that leg, he's never been the same again. Still a good boxer, mind you, and still done very well, despite the fact that you can clearly see that. His mobility isn't the same anymore. Um, but yeah, it will be a good fight because they both come and fight. Jose Benavides is, isn't afraid to let his hands go and come forward. He's a good boxer still. And Charlo, we know, I, oh, to be honest, I don't know because we haven't seen him for, for over two, two and a bit years. I don't even know what Charlo yeah. we're going to get. I hope that, honestly, for us, my hope is that mentally Jamal Charlo is okay. He still seemed a bit funny to me. I can't lie. He seems yeah. still seemed a bit funky to me. But, I hope that mentally he's in the right place to step into that because you can't go into a boxing fight for it's not being right mentally, let's be real. So I really do hope that mentally he's okay to perform in the ring and he look, you know, this two year, two almost three years out hasn't taken a huge toll on him and he still looks good. Yeah. Because I can't yeah. lie, for if Charlie looks horrible, I think he should retire. Yeah. If he loses, he's done. He's done. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. not, he's finished. Yeah. If he loses, if he looks, he's finished. Um Jose Benavides has come from 140, right? He's been at 140. No, he moved up. From... Oh, you know, he used yeah, to be, yeah, he used, yeah, to, yeah. He used to be at 140, yeah, yeah, yeah. 147, 154 yeah. against Danny Garcia yeah. most recently. Yeah, and yeah. But then yeah. He, he was like, all right, what's he doing at 154? 163 up? Yeah. I don't know. Jamal's got to handle that really and truly. Yeah, <laughs> Jose, to be fair to him, he's always been big. Even yeah, at 140, he's, he's tall, huge. Yeah. He's, he's very lanky. Super skinny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, but Jamal he, should be handling this. Like yeah. naturally, that's his weight. Like he's way yeah. bigger than naturally. Yeah, you can't have this guy come, come, coming through the weights to smoke you. <laughs> coming through the weights to smoke you at yours. Um, yeah, and we've always we've I think we both always said Jamal was the better brother. In, yes, when the, the scarier coming, one. Yeah, yeah. While they've been coming through, um, Mel's obviously been doing his thing, and Mal's been on the couch, so that's obviously shifted. Uh, yeah. But if Mal can show us what made us rate him, I think what was the fight we were, we were super impressed with him? Um, um what Dovachenko? Dovachenko. Where well, yeah. he could he, he 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 smoked Dovachenko still. Like yeah. that was really really good performance. Really, really good performance. Really good performance. Yeah. That's the last good performance we've seen from him. Because he even he came back after that and was a stinker. Um Montiel. Montiel yeah. was a stinker. So yeah. if he can take us back. To or at least show us something. Um, obviously, can't, let's not expect too much. It's the first fight back, but 
hopefully he looks good. Hopefully his head's right. Hopefully, hopefully, man, he doesn't look terrible. And I hope Benavides can can actually push him to give a good performance. Uh, yeah, he he does come to fight Benavides. He doesn't roll over. He does. Yeah, mm. he's, he's it, Benavides is good. It's a shame yeah. that, like I said, he'll be greater if not for this. That leg, that that leg injury really messed him up because he mm. was onto, I think, great stuff. Jose Benavides. Yeah. It was a matchup of the one forty, and yeah, yeah, it's a shame. Even yeah, against Crawford, he, like even though he, he lost, good. he looked he good. good. Like earlier rounds, yeah. earlier rounds, it was a good chess match. He was he was boxing with Crawford. Like not many mm. people can say that he was boxing well up until the really got to. And, him, and against so. Garcia, he looks good as well. So yeah. he's never he's never been washed and wrapped up. So I think yeah. we will give Mao. Mao's gonna have to earn the win. Yeah, but he should he should win if he has any aspirations. He should win. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> actually, it's just a shame, bro, that. Obviously, we've gotten we've gotten the two Benavides on the card. It's a shame that, like, I might let's say like Mar was good and he was at like one sixty eight. So it was him versus versus David, yeah. and then we could have had let's say Mel moved up. So it could have had Mel versus Jose, brother v brother. That that, that would have been sick. <laughs> yeah, which brother's taking the L? Which family's taking the L? I've been jokes, but yeah, um, it's nice to see the two. I think this is the first time. Is it the first time the two Benavides brothers have been on the card together? Maybe not. I don't know. That's yeah, I'm not sure. first. I, first I can remember, anyways. But yeah, um, it's nice to see them two on the card together. Well, obviously, been, yeah. Obviously, I'm sure Mel will be in the t- in attendance, anyways. I, I, I don't know if they're still beefing, but I'm sure he will. PBC, it's a PBC card, so mm. they'll be there. I'm sure. Then. So yeah, they, 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 you know, you know how it is. Hey, I hope Caleb Plant is there too. Look, look, look I'm saying that. Look, you take care of Jose. <laughs> go take go go take care of your business with Plant because yeah. that boy slapped you in the face. <laughs> That's what people are saying. That's so true. I, mm. And I'm I'm here for that, bro. I'm here for that. I'll be so real. I'm here for that. So. Yeah, man. Hopefully, Mal is all right mentally, and if he's not, and he looks bad, I'm saying he should call it a day. But I'm not gonna put that on that young man. On that man, we'll see. But yeah, man, Flores, this has been a bumper episode. Um, okay. Oh wait, no, we can't end it there, though, Flores. We still got a couple oh, more things to discuss. Yes, we're bringing, we're, we're bringing, <laughs> we're bringing yes, back a certain bozo of the week segment. We have Flores. Do you want to take us away? Who are you Jared, nominating this week, Flores, for Bozo of the Week? None other than Jared Big Baby Anderson. Damn. For, uh, the, wait, the, 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 the number one American heavyweight prospect? The number one heavyweight prospect. Now, look, I've spoken about Big Baby Anderson before. And we've both spoken about him. We've liked him. Yes. But gradually, oh, he's very talented. Very talented. Gra- gradually, I've been saying on this pod that I'm not sure if dude is interested in boxing due mm. to... A certain number of revelations, him wanting to retire with at 26, 27, yeah. him not caring about winning the world title, mm-hmm. him crying to Roy Jones Jr. saying, But I'm 23 and the pressure and Jared ain't asked for it. Anyway, the reason why he gets Bozo of the Week is in light of Shakur Stevenson's performance. Mm. Um, Devin Aney obviously tweeted, mentioned it that oh, I should have given him 10%. Where, where? Um. <laughs> He's a bomb, this and that. Mm. Jared Anderson has, has poked his nose in. Let me find let me find the, the tweet. Uh, because I was disgusted. I was, no, I, was, was <laughs> I was so he's tweeted, quote tweeted um Devin Haney's tweet. Yeah. And injected his <laughs> two, two cents. cents. Yeah. He said, say the same shit when we catch you up. Nigga couldn't even make eye contact when he seen us. Us, who we, 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 you're you're heavyweight. Oh, thank you. This this is what I'm appalled. Focus on your career and your fight, your your division. 
look, yeah, that comes into it. But brother, why is a heavyweight pressing a one forty pounder? You big, yeah. You know what? That name, big baby, is well earned. Agbayani. That's what we say. Bro. That is the most shameful thing I've seen. You're a heavyweight. When we catch you, <laughs> Devin Haney is a one forty. Devin Haney's five ten, one forty pounds. Big baby, you're six five. What, 18 stories? Something like that. Come on, dog. Soft, man. <laughs> is that not... Oh, yeah. Wow. It's, that a, is, that it's is embarrassing, so embarrassing for him. It's embarrassing yep. for Shakur because Shakur needs He's now his big heavyweight friend to, to protect yeah. him. Or And why are you talk, talking like, oh, it's 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 street beef or it's, it's, it's legit. It's on site. Flo, it's, it's on site, yeah. right? That's you're, what they're talking, talking like. like on, so if Bill if Bill and Devin want to get goons and say, start tweeting at you and say, okay, cool, when we catch you, it's on Leave Let boxing stick to boxing. Stick to boxing, call out the people in your division, beef them, Come and let Shakur and them because they're beefing because they want to fight. They want to fight in the yeah. ring. You're you're talking like you want to. I am jump. They, they know each other, legit. Yeah. They they go way back. Yeah. Shakur and they Devin know each other longer than you know Shakur. But uh, that's it's actually embarrassing. It's actually very very important. I'm surprised he kept the tweet up. He was even doubling down on it, like going at fans. What? Come on, bro. You're a heavyweight. They were killing him for it. And obviously, um, he then followed up with a video saying, "Our oh, Twitter's weird that grown-ass men are defending someone they don't even know. You're defending someone you have no business. You are the grown-ass man. It's You're you. You're the grown-ass man defending somebody you don't need yeah, defending. Man. Crazy. Yeah. You, you got hold this bonus of the week. We have to bring it back yeah. to you, Jared. I like <laughs> I you. <was> crazy. <laughs> but Bro, that's I, crazy. He's very talented, but that right there is embarrassing. Crazy. A heavyweight pressing a, a 140-pounder. I've seen it all, man. Boxing. <laughs> Boxing, come get, get your sport back, man. What the hell was this? I Devin's never even mentioned it. Never. Ever. <laughs> never even spoke about you. Never done nothing. <laughs> Bill Haley was, obviously, Bill Haley went crazy. Bill was like, my yeah. son will beat you up one-on-one anyways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Bill Haley was going crazy. Nah, he can't move it. Now you have to keep the same energy as well. You better. <laughs> now you've made enemies with the Twitter. The Twitter world's cooking you. Yeah. <laughs> cooking you. And you deserve good. it. I'm sorry. Good, good. I have to. I agree, folks. We don't play favorites here. Obviously, we got people nah. we rate. We've, we've said many times we rate and Big Baby Anderson, but mm. that right there, it's a soft move. Soft. Mm. Don't rate that at all. Yeah. Yeah, man. Boys of the week, Jared Anderson. Congratulations. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's been like I said, Flo. It's been a super eventful week of boxing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had so many talking points. I've enjoyed this episode. Pretty sure there's even more that we left out, but I can't even think right now. I can't remember yeah. anything. <laughs> yeah, I think we I think we could call it a day there. If we remember, we'll talk about it next week if we remember. But yeah, I look forward to this upcoming week of boxing. This has been episode 169 of the Track Season Podcast. As always, I've been your boy Cam. I'm your boy Flores. And guys, please make sure you check us out on all the streaming platforms. Peace.